this is recording, right? Okay. <laughs> Black alert. This podcast contains scenes of violence, nudity, and coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. Boom. If you're looking for a podcast that names all the types of pasta that exists on this planet. Yum. Or a podcast that takes you through each day of my month-long vacation, including the day I got the grumps. Oh, what about a podcast that has coupon codes for all the types of pastas on the planet? Oh my God, I want it. Or a podcast that can actually explain the theory of relativity. I was trying to find one yesterday. and mm. Questionable. You know what? Then this is just, Not that's what you want. This isn't the podcast for you. Podcast. I'm Sarah. That's Haley. And today we welcome the great guys from the Trek Geeks Podcast Network show, The Divine Treasury. Welcome, Mike and Jamie. Sorry in advance. We're great guys. When did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> Take it or leave it. It's happening. Mike, we're, we're on rewind. I'm so excited. I know. So we're excited. so excited to have you guys here. Um, yes. Before we get into the hot mess, we're going to take a hot minute and tell you about fansets. You heard of them? Of course you have. They are the bomb.com and they got everything pin related you could damn near want. Trek and stuff from other things like Harry Potter and... <laughs> You name it, they got it. DC Comics. Uh, and they have some of the pins from the Chicago Con that happened a little while ago. And they got Big Bang Theory and so much more. So head on over, support a great business that's just as classy as can be, and use our special discount code and check out for a bitch and 10% off your order. And that code is a 45-digit code unique to you. Just kidding. <laughs> it's Trek Geeks in all capitals, one word. Fansets. Our pins have character. <laughs> all the boring stuff and all the important stuff is done what is going on mike and jamie this is the round table this is where we go off for hours about anything that's not star trek related so let's start with mike what's going on oh well i'm thinking i'm thinking that we need to hire you to do all of our fan cast our fan sets uh uh spots because yeah. that was awesome oh. yeah our, ours are generally a train wreck generally how so where, where did you go wrong you call it something know, wrong just <laughs> No, it just, they don't sound natural. You know what I mean? Uh, like, and when they do, there's a lot of, uh, uh, stuttering, you know? Yeah. Handsets. Our fans have character shit. Yeah. <laughs> nailed it. No, wait, didn't nail it. <laughs> I was going to say, I was very excited about fan sets release this last one, because that was the first episode of TNG I ever saw was future imperfect. Oh, which means if you ever do that episode, you got to have Jamie on, but don't make fun of it too much because you might make him cry. Yeah. Yeah, Cry. Special. You know, my brother made me cry when I watched that episode. So (laughs) I was this young, impressionable kid and I was trying to do this drawing and this nice story of Star Trek. So the first two things I saw was the motion picture and future imperfect so i decided spock was my favorite character and i also liked all the tng people so i put them all on the bridge and i put spock on there and my brother said you can't call that star trek the next generation because spock's on there so i was devastated oh I had, to, I had to erase the next generation part 
and just call it Star Trek because Spock was on it. But little did he know that Unification was going to come out like a couple weeks later and Spock was going to be on TNG. Jamie Grock Spock. You know? So. I bet your brother looked quite the fool when that happened. Such a bully. Bullied me around. (laughs) You guys went to Chicago, didn't you? For the convention? I'm still paying for it, too. (laughs) Bada bing, bada boom. And we're going to Vegas. Vegas, baby. We are going to Vegas. Part of that's paid for. Part of, oh, I haven't even booked it yet. I'm still waiting. I don't know what for. Win the lottery. Ugh. I just don't like the flight options. To, to it, for, Vegas is not far from where we are. No. We're technically hanging out in the U.S. if you really want to be technical about the line that's drawn. And it should only be like about three hours to like zip by flight from here to there. And everything I'm seeing is like, it's a nine hour tour. <laughs> like, I'm like, I got to pack three meals. I get stuck in Calgary for six hours. It's ridiculous. Oh my God. A lot of layovers, a lot that of crappy flights. Yeah. So I just don't like it because I want to have a really like convenient flight where it's like, oh, I can drive and drop, drop off the dog at the kennel, which is right by the airport and then hop on a plane and just, you know, like one o'clock and show up there for dinner. Not like mm. midnight on the Thursday. Like, are you yeah. Give me a break. Yeah, we made it out pretty well. I, I think our our flight out, we have like a 45-minute layover. Yeah, now, the, the flight home is going to suck because we leave at what, like 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock at night? Yeah, something. So we'll something get back like here at like 7.30, 8 o'clock in the morning. Right. Well, that's, why I was, that's why I was like getting nervous. Like we had to book it because the flights just get really crappy after mm-hmm. wait too long. Yeah, And then it's a three-hour time shift for you guys. Right, yes. Mm-hmm. Which we did that last year. Um, and yeah, I think I slept all day the day we came back, even though I was getting paid for work. I didn't take a vacation day. No, you know, nobody, nobody that I work with listens to this. So do you two go in together and you you're sharing a a king size, you get separate rooms. Were you guys traveling together separately? What's tell me the whole, first of all, we would never share a king size bed. Oh, come on. That's what you think. It would (laughs) It would be a stretch for us to share a room, I think. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, I've got Emily with me, so I've got, so I'm going to be sharing a room with her Mm -hmm. and then he gets to share a room with my dad. Oh, fun. It's, it's all for economic purposes. Yeah. I tell you. Does he insist on being called Mr. Bovia or do you, are you guys on a first name basis? We're on a first name basis. I think they'll uh, change after this trip. <laughs> we, we all actually they stayed we, together yeah, in we Chicago. Did, we did too. In Chicago. So fun. Yeah. Yep, we did. Where are you guys gonna yeah. stay? We are staying at Harris. Harris. Yeah, Harris. Harris. Because it's literally like five minutes from yeah, it's, Bal- it's like like you can like walk to Bally's from there. Awesome. So you totally and it, was, and it was cheap. Well, and I, yeah. I believe when I was talking to Sarah on Discovering Trek, she said mm-hmm. almost all of that walk can be indoors through sky bridges and stuff. <laughs> yeah, because if you're at Harris, that means there's a little walkway that goes right into the link, the old Imperial Palace. And then you right, right, or you go right across the street there on like a no traffic where they have all those restaurants into the Flamingo. And then the Flamingo has a sky bridge that goes right over to Bally's. So Perfect. like... It's like five minutes on a Segway, if you have a Segway, and that's like maybe a 20 minute walk. It's nothing. Yeah, I, I said something to Emily the other day about, oh, you know, we'll get to walk inside. She's like, I want to see Las Vegas. I said, not at 96 degrees, you don't. No. It's- oh, oh, okay. Yeah. 
Although it's not humid, like what you're used yeah, to where you're at. It's right. quite different. It's it's a dry heat. It's a dry It is a dry heat. It's so totally, I'd rather do 110 in Vegas than yeah, me 90 with our yep. humidity here. But we were there for the convention one year and like it started to rain and it was like hot rain. It was like, like, oh, like yeah, an sh- outdoor gross. shower. It was, it was a flash rough. flood. Yeah. Well, it swept a dude away. They found Oh, yes. Him. That's right. You were telling me about that. Like several <laughs> miles away. <Ooh>. Lovely. <laughs> God. Rip. Um, what else is going on? So you guys are working on your podcast. Tell us a little bit about what you got coming up for some future episodes of divine treasure. (laughs) I'll let you take this. Um, well, let's see. I have a list next to me of stuff that we started to discuss, uh, after Vegas last year. Okay. And then I ended up doing discovering Trek prodigy with Emily, which turned into discovering Trek Picard with Jamie and the crew. Yeah. Which then turned into discovering Trek, Trek Strange, Strange New, New Worlds. Worlds. Yeah. So I've been on a 30 week kick of discovering Trek. <sighs> That's and a lot. I think we've done what two Divine Treasury episodes in that time. Yeah. Pretty now, much. Fortunately, Jamie was on 10 of the Discovering Trek episodes with me, and he's going to be doing, uh, you're doing five, right? Episode five. Yeah. yeah. Of uh, Spock Amuck. Yeah, that episode's great. Huh. Ooh, I don't know if I can say that. Yeah, Has no, that been released yeah. to everybody. Edit that out. I think the no, nah, I think the names are out there online already. Yeah, really good episode though. You girls will absolutely love it. Which one? The oh, five. I've seen the first five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I was obsessed with number four. I thought the fourth episode was great, but Haley hasn't seen any of them yet. She hasn't even watched Picard, so. I know. Oh, uh, well, I've seen Picard season one, uh, but I've and only this seen first two episodes. Two episodes, yeah. yeah. Oh so man, can't. I can't wait for her to watch the finale. I just, I, I almost want to see, like, skip everything to go to the last episode just to see it, but also don't because it's not going to be the same if you don't have the whole story of the season. So we can't tell her that Picard and Q hook up in the twenty first century, <laughs> and they we'll they show that. you everything. <laughs> It's they, really hot and humid. It's so like an episode of Oz. <laughs> Not a whole lot of clothes on. <laughs> awesome. Amazing. Oh, Captain. I love Captain, it. My oh, Captain, Captain. My Captain. Captain, my Captain. <laughs> Classic. Okay. Um, I think we should just get right into it. Because I also, I also onto my Trello board here, I threw in the um starfleet welcome to starfleet academy mad libs so oh awesome we might have to do this so oh we're gonna have to that's awesome we're gonna have to okay well i um i sent you guys a synopsis and i'm hoping that the i sent the link properly and and you got it uh, with no problems oh yes oh i got it are you excited oh yeah (laughs) i'm excited now jamie just so you know sarah said that we can ad lib off of it as well so oh, I you, know. So if you have stuff that you want to add, you you need yeah. to throw that in. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's it's a little offensive as because we wrote it, and obviously you're already saying you don't like it, and you want to put your own spin on it. But hey, oh, you know what happened? Oh no, 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 no! <laughs> this is to make it more offensive. <laughs> All right, I'll have that editing button ready. <laughs> Just edit you guys both out the whole thing. You, you, Bye. You guys are an explicit rating anyway. You know it. Yeah, we are. I don't want to get canceled though. Oh, yeah. sure is brutal. Uh, well, you might get canceled just for having the two of us on. That's the way Bill rolls. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> Damn it, Bill. All right. Um, whenever you're ready. 
so what episode is this? <laughs> true, true, true. <laughs> True Q. True Q. Yeah, that's right. Well, I almost said Deja Q. That's why I had to stop and ask. Mm. All right. So before I start sharing with you the first half of this episode synopsis, please note that everything that's about to be said comes from my mouth and my brain. It was not Sarah or Haley who wrote it, (laughs) but these are the words of me, Mike, Michael, Mikey, Mike. Uh, So. Here we go. The episode starts off with Picard rocking his cool jacket. I'm not a regular captain. I'm a cool captain. That's what he says to himself in the morning when he has his tea or gray hot. Being introduced to some blonde chicky that Beverly seems to be gushing over. She's a brainiac honor student. Now that's Canadian honor for those of you scoring at home or even if you're alone. Who Riker look? Who she looks at Riker, kind of the way we assume Haley would look at Riker, uh, looking up one side, down the other, and saying, "Ooh, hello, nurse," which is a reference to a '90s show. And if you're that young that you don't know what that is, then maybe you should be turning this off now and going and checking out the Animaniacs. Uh, Riker is voluntold to take her to her quarters and her awkward verbal foreplay consists of knowing where she is on the ship, exclaiming it's so big when Riker enters her quarters. I mean, when he shows her her quarters and boring him with details of her animal farm back home, Riker dashes out faster than you can say puppies attack. And sure enough, there's a puppy attack on the enterprise and, Amanda is the one controlling it all, making those puppies disappear. Now we're in sickbay. Crusher is rocking that blue jacket. And there must be something with the older people on the Enterprise and and the temperature, because that must be something that they can fix, right? Or is this just like a hormonal thing for all of them? Anyway, she's boring the honor roll student with a task that involves scanning herself while listening to Crusher telling her sob story. My husband died. My son is at the the academy and I can't bed my captain. I mean, first days are awkward enough, but why is she doing this to her? So what's next? Probably a box of wine, a gab session about gluten-free pie crusts and awkward first kisses. That would be my guess. The torture continues when Amanda is tasked with carrying containers to the shuttle bay when, you know, it's the 24th century. We could be transporting stuff using that awesome Apple store that the Enterprise must have. Jordy was, is impressed with the fast facts that Amanda throws at him. But when he starts to talk to her, all she can see is that tall drink of water in the corner, Mr. Riker. There's got to be something wrong with this ship because there's always things falling from up above and she saves him by doing her little finger thing and swooping those, those containers away and Jordy and the two blue nerd or the two nerds in blue in the corner uh, do the over the top rescue and safety check by saying, commander, are you okay? Well, yeah, he's fine. And, They must all be visually impaired, not just Geordi, 
but maybe he should have been using it to see if it was a ghost that pushed the container away. Well, now we fast forward to the ready room where there's a debate on who Amanda is after she managed to stop a warp core breach in engineering. Uh, frankly, I'm thinking that she just created that issue so that she could stop data from talking. Is she an alien? Riker asks. And Beverly assures the crew that she's human. But then Q arrives with a wink, wink to Dr. Crusher and informs folks that she's a Q like her parents were who for some unknown reason decided to bring a lame-ass human, uh, decided that being a lame-ass human was funner than being a Q. Has anyone thought to check in with Amanda's adoptive parents? I mean, come on. Why is she being forced to talk to Dr. Crusher about her problems? I mean, why haven't we even brought in Counselor Troy to this? I mean, she's got to have a better answers for Amanda than Crusher does. Amanda wants to stay, and we become privy to the fact that the Continuum wants her to be destroyed, potentially. And when Q tries to insist she go with him, she slams him up against the wall in a decidedly non-sexual way. Though if Riker was there, I'm guessing things would have been far different, and we'll get into more on that later. Q answers all her questions about who and what the Q are but he does it in a very 90s white male fashion while standing way too close to be continued. But the next time on Star Trek, the next generation, Amanda continues her boring stroll through enterprise positions when she could just be doing God things. And speaking of enterprise positions, she's got Riker somewhere where he looks like Jonathan Frakes in North and South. And we're going to find out what happens on Kevin and Winnie's big date on the conclusion of Star Trek, the next generation. <laughs> that was impressive. Uh, oh, I had to, years. I had to throw in the wonder years there. I like it. <clears throat> All right. Full disclosure. What I'm about to say was written by me for me and no way was written by one of the ladies of rewind. It's all work and no play for Amanda as she's tasked with mitosis or yortosis or something tosis related to plants and vaccines. All I want to know is how can we fix Beverly's halitosis? Ayo, Amanda is distracted, conflicted, and unsure about what to do. Frankly, it's a no brainer. Ditch the humans and become a God. I mean, for the snack options alone, data has done some research. The parents of Amanda were killed in a freak tornado storm in Kansas. Are you sure there's no place like home again? Q does not take personal space into account and stands behind Amanda, which leads her to having a crane in her neck to see him, his hot breath and her neck. Not ideal. He suggests hide and seek. And the two jump around the ship like a couple of yahoos and Amanda's hand movements are on par with what we saw Brandon Frazier do at the Academy Awards. Oh yes. It's ladies night dressed in their best uniforms. And with a fresh perm for Troy, the ladies hit up 10 forward for what could be a fun night. But instead, it turns serious with Troy. Unable to stop working for a damn minute. Ask how she's coping. It's happy hour. Relax, ladies. Take off the uniforms. Riker struts on by and Amanda is all over that shit. Kidnapping him into a fantasy where he is on a date with some rando. Okay. Is anyone else concerned with the fact that like within two days of learning she's a Q, Amanda seriously considers using her powers to commit like sexual assault 
um, sketchy. And worse than that, the fantasy is a gazebo on the bayou. We learned that the continuum had her folks killed because they couldn't resist you. They couldn't resist using their powers. And if Amanda wants to live, she has to make a choice, become Q or stay human and never use your powers. Not even if you just want to snack or make a bag of Doritos appear. She easily, without reaching out to her parents yet again, decides she wants to be human. And that resistance is not futile. She can avoid using her powers. She'll even prove it. However, this planet that the episode, however, this planet that is this episode is helping the one with the weird looking folks, bad air and environmental issues. Yeah. Shit hit the fan and Riker's on the planet and he needs some help. Tension's getting thick. The story gets more and more dumb. Amanda, because of her lust, she has for some bearded commander that she met, met less than 40 minutes ago has allowed this information to determine the course of her existence. Women, I don't get it. Riker's sex appeal is not that strong, but what's done is done. She proved she can't resist the temptation, saves the planet, saves the townspeople, saves the life of an older man who would probably just whine her, dine her, 69 her, and never call her again. Q is all like, told you so, and that's that. Amanda wants to make an announcement and plucks Beverly from sick bay to hear her little update. What if Beverly had been on the can? Attention, everyone. I got a very important announcement to make. Cannonball. Just kidding. I've decided to become a Q because like, it's the smart choice. Sorry, Dr. Crusher. Women I met the other day, just for some reason, need to keep me informed on all my life decisions. And with her sassy pants on, she tells Q they finally got to go see her folks to explain everything. And that's, well, we got a new Q. The end. All right. So I've got to say that the synopsis was far more interesting than the actual episode was. <laughs> That's usually the case. Oh my God. Oh my gosh. I hadn't seen this episode in a long time. And it was one of my favorites when I was younger, just because anything with Q is always like a guaranteed, like Q or Loxana. I always thought were really just funny episodes, like super light watching this one back. Like, so much i was like one way more boring than i remembered it i found this episode really boring and then oh, i just awful. couldn't help but the whole like i'm gonna abduct Riker and then control him to make him want to make out with me i'm like that is so not okay like that is so like because imagine if it was pages were flipped and it was a guy doing it to a woman it would have been like shields up red alert right and so it's like why is it okay she does it it's not and that's so the 90s right there like just i'm, I'm okay with it because it like you said, it's the reverse of everything that we're used to seeing. So mm. shoes on the other foot for once in the women a are lifetime. just as predatory would, as men. <laughs> would, would, would Riker really reject her though? I mean, come on. Would he, he was re- trying I mean, to. I mean, she was he's a man well, with like let's, he's a man with like a constant boner. Like there's no way he would turn her down. <laughs> well, let's see. How old is she? If How she's a teenager. Yeah, yeah, if she's a teenager, yeah. then I see why he's doing it. I'm sure they have rules. I mean, about, I think she's uh, got to be like 18, 19, or 20. I don't know. I, they oh, never say, but. Well, if she's age of consent, then yeah, I agree with Jamie. Anything goes. <laughs> all over that. <laughs> it's funny, though. I was watching this episode and I was like, ooh, puppies in the beginning. And like, that was <laughs> that was the most exciting that I got throughout the entire episode. Was the puppies? <laughs> well, I was yeah. wondering. I was wondering why Barkley wasn't included in her fantasy. I mean, that's right up his alley, for sure. 
Yeah. Uh, they probably just didn't she, get them for, you know, that yeah. day. <laughs> yeah. She, she'd be trying to tempt Riker and Barkley would be trying to tempt her in the same, uh, same holographic simulation. Oh man. Well, His no, he, each other. he'd be off in the gazebo with the goddess of empathy. <laughs> uh, I protest. I am not a merry man. Um, <laughs> I need so, more cue. Jamie, I'm, uh, oh, Jamie, I'm wondering what's a bayou. Um, bayou? Know, that's a good question. I'm not from bayou. the south. I mean, is it that a Rhode Island thing? Because I always thought it was a bayou. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, Mike. No comment. Haley, what I'm did trying you to read it fast. <sighs> yeah. You did great. You both did great. It's not easy to read something like on the spot or like a couple minutes before, especially when it's somebody else. What do you mean on the spot? I I wrote that. You wrote that. I know. That means, right. Oh, oops. Are you calling us liars? Yeah. Yeah, I am. Like, seriously? (laughs) Seriously. So sorry. Seriously. Sorry. You know, for me, it was hard to see through my seething jealousy uh to enjoy this this uh episode because you know she's connected to Q who you know as we all know my first husband uh and she's hitting on Riker which doesn't makes me see red yeah. second husband yeah. first remove um yeah <laughs> but I same this used to be one of my favorites when I was younger and so any any Q episode is is a gem for me. Jeez, the only thing that would have made this harder for you is if Wesley Crusher was in it and she was sitting on him too. Oh, oh man, God. that didn't happen. I'd have to be throwing fifty cuffs. <laughs> Back off. <laughs> um, would you say? Would you guys say this is a see it or skip it? Because Bill said skip it. He said this is his least favorite of all the Q episodes, even though it does a fine job of reestablishing Q as a serious threat and not comic relief. But Dan said, see it. I'm going to give this a see it for the Q aspect. And by that, I mean Delancey. He saves this episode. I'm not a huge fan of Olivia in this. And the wavy hand thing she does to use her Q powers is so freaking annoying. I did like the effect of the other Q literally being a shadow (laughs) on the wall in one scene. It was creepy and cool. See, that sounds like Bill throwing out all the words. And it really sounds like Dan. Uh, However, I need to disagree with Dan. The hand gestures like make it for me. <laughs> you know, not everyone can do the snap. <laughs> True. I mean, that should have been like part of the casting, though. Like, can you snap to be a cue? Right? Don't you think? Like, yeah, that's not what I mean. I mean, like, not every cue can do the snap. We know that. Uh, what's his face? The guy from uh, um, Corbin Birdson. In no, Voyager? no, no, from the Voyager one. Oh, he did. He did. Uh, what does he Spencer, do? Goes, Spencer Garrett, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No, not Spencer Garrett. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Q, Q, Spencer Q Garrett is Simon Tarsus. Q's son. Oh, that's right. That's right. No, Q Jr., right? Yeah, no, played by no, John no, Lancey's no, no. son. No, no, no. The Q that oh. kills himself. Oh, yeah. Quinn. 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 <laughs> Quinn. I'd kill myself, too, if my name was Quinn. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just <laughs> Yikes. This, this is the entertainment that we come for. <laughs> I don't know. I, I liked this episode a lot more when I was younger, but yeah. like watching it now, I'm like, oh, this episode. I, I feel like Q is like extra obnoxious in this episode. Like he just like mm. takes it up to like 
another level. And like Troy's hairstyle in this is just terrible too. Oh man, she's like, uh, she got a just, Yeah, it's like just, <laughs> it's brutal, brutal. Yeah, I mean, it's like a, it's like a typical day on the Enterprise. So you know, barrels falling on Riker, warp core breaches. You know, I mean, it's a typical day. I don't know. I I felt it was a really like we got someone is forcing us somewhere that we have to give more alliance to Gates, and so we're gonna make this a Gates heavy mm-hmm. like this bond. And I'm like, no, 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 no. like that's why I kept bring, I keep bringing up the whole like Amanda's got a set of parents. They've adopted that she was adopted young, raised by them, and she's m- meeting this midlife cri- this crisis of life about who she is, and she's talking yeah. to Beverly, her technical kind of boss, like excuse yeah. me for a minute but like i don't need mm-hmm. you telling me your sob story and all your like can i phone a friend please because there's some shit <laughs> right, going on right. like it just is like forcing i don't know beverly is just i like beverly and i like gates but I, in this i just found it to be like just step off you know it wasn't a good the, fit the best part of the episode was when q turned her into a dog yeah that was funny yeah you know not to say that gates is a dog no. i no. I like I, I like the, the comedy that surrounded it. That's all. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. That's what's good about Q. Because she's mm-hmm. a bit because she's a bitch, right? And you know she was definitely like, like, <laughs> female dog, right? Yeah. Is that right? You know, she was like definitely swearing in that little sequence too when she was barking, you know. Oh, yeah, oh for absolutely. sure. Wearing up a storm. <laughs> but like how what I was asking myself is like if a hurricane or tornado or whatever just like destroyed her real parents, like where was she? Was she just like in yeah. a barn somewhere like she was in, in the manger. storm shelter yeah but like the, you know the storm shelters yeah the storm shelters that they the don't have because they have the weather control yeah but wouldn't the continuum just kill her too like why would you let her live like that doesn't make any sense to me was she just well, then we wouldn't have had the story jamie well i know <laughs> yeah, this episode wouldn't have happened uh, man we wouldn't be here right now no Okay. Who, I who have, invited him? God. <laughs> blocked on all accounts. <laughs> all right. I have some would you rathers. Would you, and I'm going to start with Mike to Haley to Jamie. Okay. Would you rather be given Q powers for 24 hours but have no memory of it after? Or would you rather have Q powers for life but it won't cost much? Just your voice. Oh, I'll take the Q powers and lose my voice. That's not an issue for me whatsoever. <laughs> Could I use my powers to bring back my voice? Yeah, you found the secret answer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I would be worried about having powers just for 24 hours. I'd be like, who put all like, well, a lot of things would be on fire when I came out of it. And I, I wouldn't know why. <laughs> Yeah. I don't need my voice. I'll learn sign language. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I don't need my voice. I would take. I, I'm a Q. Why do I have to talk? I would take a lifetime just, supply of powers. Oh, yeah. I'll use telepathy. There you go. Somehow. We all we all have chips now, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> you want to edit that one out? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. You have all been given the powers of Q right now. What are the first three things that you would do, Jamie? Oh, let's see. I'd probably give myself a never-ending supply of money first. Just money money that never ends. Pay for the Um, stuff on his wall. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) 
Um, hmm. Boy, this is a tough one. Ooh. Go to somebody else. I got to think about it. Oh, my God. <laughs> Go to somebody right. else. Mike. Wow. What a quitter. Yeah. So disappointing. <laughs> All right. Three things I would do as a cue. Let's see. Right now. Life as you know it. You've got well, power. You know, I, I have to say that I would bestow upon Dan Davidson the ability to speak the English language properly. That's that's nice number one. Um, let's see. Number oh, two. Stop sucking up to our. <laughs> our that wasn't sucking up at all. Yeah, that it was is. making fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, lame, see. lame ass answer that you have. Uh, let's see. Number two. I guess I'd give Jamie his uh, his ability to have all the money, but I'd make sure that I had some too. Uh, and let's see, number three. Uh, how about lifetime massages? I'll take that. Ooh, careful Ooh. what you wish for. Who's giving it to you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any Jamie. More. You have to get... <laughs> uh, <laughs> 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 it's my power space that Jamie has to how, get. How hot is it going to be during? <laughs> Mike, how hot is it going to be during those massages? <laughs> oh my god! Like, humid. Uh, okay. No comment. <laughs> Haley, you got. No, you don't hours. want it to be cold. You don't want it to be cold. I was in the pool. Um, <laughs> I uh, so I went a completely different way, like like immediate satisfaction, which is like bag of salt and vinegar chips. Mm. So that's the first thing. Second Ooh. thing. I don't know about you guys. Gas is just outrageous right now. So I filled my car up $0. And then um, I'd give the Amazon prime truck a little push. Cause my latest order is not going to arrive till Thursday. That's a long ass time. Especially when you pay for two days sh- shipping that that's all for me. I don't know. Don't give me unlimited power. <laughs> she's looking, she's looking very short term. A lot of fire going on. Well, I no, mean, I don't know. Like- you have Q powers. You can do anything you want for the rest of your life. So it's like your top three. What would you do automatically? Like for me, I would just snap my fingers and it's like, boom, I'm right there next to Haley on the couch, giving her a big hug. Haven't seen her in yep. person in forever. Yeah. And I've eaten some of her salt and vinegar chips. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. get on those. So that's number one. Uh, two, I would probably snap my fingers and anything that I don't know that might be wrong with the house or the foundation or something, all fixed. Like everything's Drain just, tile. Oh yeah. And don't, don't need to buy Drano. All the clogs, like all the, are gone. Like all my hair in the sink is gone. That'd be pretty good. And, uh, then I'd probably instantly, I could go for some pizza right now. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> go for like a nice Chicago deep dish, bacon wrap deep, like something really dirty. But because I have magic powers, it's like zero calorie. I've actually lost weight by eating it. That'd be perfect. You know, I think I'm going to change my second one because I don't want to give Jamie the money. I think Mm -hmm. what I wanted, since, you know, he made fun of me for my first pick. Yeah. um, I I think I want to rock the the cool Picard jacket because I want to be a (gasps) cool captain and not a regular captain. That's right there. There we go. Uh, Yeah, I've got one over there. I thought you were going to get like me and you're going to say, I I would wish for all of those collector cards behind Jamie now be in my house. Oh, I don't have the space. I don't have the space for that. I don't have the space for it. You'll have the space for it. There you go. All right. I got my three. I got my three. All right. Here we go. The money, a transporter, and a holodeck. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my three. 
Jamie's thinking long term. Holodeck would be like if I rolled, I'll never see any of y'all again. I'm yeah, I'm I'm going full Barkley day one. (laughs) I will have seriously injured myself. I'll need an MRI. And I'd have enough lower deckers to clean it up. That's what I was gonna say. He's gonna clean the filters. Yep. Don't worry. Like emerge after years. Your beard is like to the ground. You're just like super skinny because you haven't really eaten anything. (laughs) Like the end of the next away. Don't go in there. (laughs) <laughs> yeah howard hughes i said hop in oh man awesome okay so we're gonna do a last q edition of um uh fuck mary kill okay for the guys i'm not, I'm not gonna be mean and give you like <laughs> you choose cute like obviously <laughs> yeah. amanda dr crusher and troy Ooh. Oh my God. I would kill Crusher. Yeah, I think I would too. Mm-hmm. I think I would too. Fuck Amanda. With that hair. Mary Troy. And I'm with I'm with Jamie. I'm sorry. I can't I I cannot I cannot I change Troy's that. hairstyle. I'd use my Q powers to change her hairstyle. Don't you think that you would you trade in the I can read your emotions for a, a widow who's probably really wanting it? No. Yeah, no. <laughs> right. Sorry, Crusher. Haley. She's kind of, she's kind of a bitch. I don't know. I don't I do songs. not. Yeah. But she can dance. Can she dance? She can dance. She can dance. She can hey, dance if she wants to. She can dance. She can jive. She's better than Pulaski. Pulaski. Yeah. Pulaski. Pulaski. I hardly knew her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Haley. Same question, but it's uh Amanda, Dr. Krishna. Um Q Riker Wharf. Oh no. Okay. Well, I would. Oh no. Okay. This sounds bad. I would kill Riker because he. What? I know. Yeah. What? He's. Somebody take a screenshot now. (laughs) (laughs) It's. Well, hear me out because obviously I need to go to bed with Worf. Like it's a once in a lifetime. I want all my limbs broken. Um, <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah. And then with Q, like, just imagine the pos- imagine the possibilities. First of all, he could turn into Riker anytime I want him to. Ooh. He could also he turn show into you the world. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And I just, I care about Riker so much. And I like him with Troy that I just, I don't want to get involved in that. And Haley's taking the high road here. Yeah. Also, Wesley's there in the back somewhere. (laughs) Maybe your sex tape. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god! How did you know? (laughs) Oh my god! That's fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You just got tomahawked. Um, Oh man, Sarah, back at you. He's watching with his coffee cup. Good take. (laughs) Have you guys seen the Adult Swim? (laughs) <laughs> on the next generation nope oh god picard is in his captain's yeah. chair and he's oh yeah i see that i see that one <laughs> he's like oh beverly <laughs> oh beverly uh wesley oh you want him to watch make it so <laughs> <laughs> um i'm gonna say the same as Haley with regards to Worf. For yeah. sure. But I'm going to sw- switch up the other ones just to be spiteful because I'm just going to say that cute. No one should have those kind of fucking powers. So you're dead. There you go. You don't deserve you're it. Dead. No one deserves that shit. You're out. 
That's just we me could double date if you keep them alive. Sure. Well, and if you still have your Q powers, you can bring back all your limbs after they're broken too. That's true. Yeah. No, I want to. I want to have to heal for months <laughs> just to remind me of the. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna get a pen and do these mad lips. Who wants to oh, do the? Yes. Who wants to give? Actually, we'll just we'll take turns between the three of you giving me yes. what I need. Okay, so I need someone. Okay. Uh, That's what she said. Ah, hello, giving me what I need. Mm, <laughs> you got what I need. Okay, can't do that. Don't have any money. Um, Haley, give me a verb. <laughs> Um, jitterbug. It's a dance. Yes, I, I know. <laughs> okay, and now Jamie, a verb ending in ing. Um, playing, playing, playing. Okay, and Mike, how about a plural noun? Plural noun ships. And uh, Haley, a number. 37. Uh, I know what that number represents. Um, and Jamie, a noun. Um, fudge pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and Mike, like an adjective. <laughs> Fudgy fudge pie. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm not sure where I could go from there. <laughs> oh man, an adjective. Oh man, sticky. <laughs> oh god. Okay, Haley. How about a type of liquid? Ooh, fresca. How about a fresca? Fresca is great. Can I get a verb, Jamie? Um. Ooh, uh, slipping. Slipping. And same verb. What does that mean? I would say slipping again. It's the same verb. <laughs> yeah. I need a noun then, Mike. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, let's see. Hmm. Gazebo from our episode. <laughs> the bayou. Uh Haley and Article. No, explain. that's that's Bayou. Bayou. <laughs> Jumpsuit. Oh. oh, that might be like relevant though. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, not too late. Uh, I need a color. Color, Jamie. Purple. 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 How did I know that? And Mike, give me two adjectives. Let's get this moving. Oh, two God. adjectives. Two adjectives. Uh, let's see. So I already went with sticky. So let's see. Um, let's say blue is one of them. A color is blue. And the next one we will say is slimy. A plural noun, Haley, and a celebrity. Apples and um Oh, no, I don't like him right now. I don't like that new show. <laughs> How's about the guy from that? Alec Baldwin. Ooh. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. I just started 30 Rock. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> don't, don't read the news. Um, and somebody oh. quick yellow plural noun. Plural noun? Balls. 
Pearl noun. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Balls. <laughs> okay. So let's see if I can do this and read it well. Mad Libs, welcome to Starfleet Academy. Before you set your phasers to jitterbug, you've got a lot to do before playing Starfleet Academy. First of all, you'll have to leave your old ships behind if you're going to spend 37 years in space. You need to start with a clean fudge pie. Second, get ready to work. It's not all exotic, (laughs) sticky aliens and Romulan frescas. You need to slip and to slip hard. (laughs) Eventually, you will be divided into groups and given a gazebo that determines the color of jumpsuit you'll have to wear. Pray you don't get a purple one or you're as good as blue. But life at Starfleet Academy is not slimy all the time. You'll meet all kinds of new apples and remember hotshots such as James T. Kirk and Alec Baldwin have passed through these balls. You could be next. Welcome to Starfleet Academy. These balls that worked out so well because it would have been all worked out. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, wow. That's painful. I want to do this every single episode. Like, oh, yes. We're gonna use the same script and we're gonna <laughs> every time. <laughs> it's like two years later, we're still uh, doing the same welcome to Starfleet Academy bad lips. And it gets funnier as we green. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. Um let's just I don't ask. want Alec Baldwin passing through these balls though. No. <laughs> no. We neither. Okay. Um, so we've got some fast facts. Uh Haley, are you uh yeah. in the trello there? I am. Do you want me to start us off? Sure. Did you know the premise for this episode came from a script written and submitted by Matthew Corey, who was just 17 years old at the time? What? It that makes a lot of sense. It does make yeah. a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. It, it was originally titled Cue Me. Oh, Christ. In the premise <laughs> submitted by Matthew Corey, Amanda was a male. This was in hopes that Corey himself would be cast for the part. I would have done the exact same thing when I was 17. Nice try. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been really bad. When Dr. Crusher has Amanda test the tricorders on herself, she holds the first one backwards. You're fired. You're fired. After the war, you're like, you're hired. Yeah. Michael Scott. So. Oh. How I manage. Um, after the warp core breach, when Dr. Crusher addresses the senior staff, she enters the room and says, referring to Amanda, he's a little shaken up, but she's going to be fine. Oh, come on, Gates. Cut. Get her out of here. Dr. Crusher tells Amanda that Nurse Ogawa would assist her to take the tricorders down to the shuttle bay, yet we see her lugging the two cases of tricorders on her own. Come on, <laughs> Ogawa had something better to do. It's such a like bullying thing. Oh, she'll help you. And then like two things. Anyway, Mm -hmm. obvious stunt double for Q and Amanda hurls him across the room. I mean, we're not even surprised at this point. No. Was it, it. there wasn't, was it Jonathan Frakes? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, it wasn't. (laughs) What kind of question is that? (laughs) Okay. Uh, Any last thoughts on this episode? What, 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 share share with me what do you guys think blows 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, really. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel like Jamie did. Like you watch it as a as a young, you know, tween teen. It's not bad. Yeah. You get older, kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. She's kind of ungrateful given that yeah. she's been given the opportunity of a lifetime. But but I, I but I want to spend the rest of my life tricorder scanning myself with this doctor who's <laughs> insufferable and just trying to hook me up with her son. Mm, take the powers and run. Look at take one look at Q and be like, I'll go anywhere with you. And I found it kind of tough as a tween at the time that uh she's on next gen and hmm. she's on wonder years at the same time. Right. Like, <laughs> to separate. Very confusing. All right. Well, that does it. That is it. That is our episode. Tune in next time when we break down Move Along Home from Deep Space Nine with Bill and Dan during the month of June, our birthday month. Birthdays, Gemini's. Okay. Until then, remember that you can subscribe to Rewind by searching for us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or the Home Shopping Network. Haley. <laughs> Padcast. Padcast. If you enjoy what we're doing here on Rewind or what the other folks are doing on the Trek Geeks Podcast Network, please consider supporting us on Patreon. As a subscriber, you can get access to the unedited recordings of episodes, yikes, as well as exclusive content and great subscriber rewards like our annual supporters pins from Fansets and our exclusive Trek Geeks Podcast Network t-shirt, among other things. Thank you so much, Jamie and Mike, for joining us today. It was so fun to have you on. Make sure to check out their show and give them a hell of a hard time on social media. Where can people find you? Uh, well, let's see. The show is divine underscore treasury. I am at Trek Legacy. I am at JMROG84. And that's for MySpace? Or is that for Twitter? That is Twitter. <laughs> it's actually bolt.com. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's on that's on AOL uh instant messenger. Yeah. Uh we would like to take a moment to recognize the following amazing folks who helped make this possible. Bill and Dan, because we just feel obligated now to say it every time, so we just still do it. Uh, no. Patreon. Thanks, Patreon. No. Not Patreon. Bill and Dan. Oh, I know. Patreon, though, they give us their money and therefore we love them and they're very supportive. Um, Fiverr Mission, because they, the music, I mean, what else would it be? Just me with like a goddamn melodian recorder. So thanks, Fiverr Mission, as always. Fan sets, thank you, you guys, everyone in the world. John Delancey, if you're listening, Oof. I'll see you in Vegas. Um, what did you think of this episode (laughs) Uh, hit us up on Twitter give us your thoughts we're at Trek Rewind we'd love to hear from you maybe Olivia Dabo too in Vegas yes yes that's it Haley Frequency's closed to infinity (laughs) can't even 